Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome, welcome, welcome to another great episode of Wing and Clay Nation Radio. I am uh, excited to be here. You know, as the days tick by, the hours, the minutes, the seconds, we're getting closer and closer and closer to the hunting season, which really makes me very happy. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, you know, uh, a number of my friends have already traveled up uh, up into Canada, up into uh, kind of northern Canada, and uh, I'm already receiving photos and videos from those folks, and, and they're having some great shooting times up there already. Uh, <clears throat> I did see um, uh, where uh, the duck report, uh, the population report, uh, has just come out, and you know, we're pretty close to uh, to the same numbers. So it looks like the, uh, the 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 birds that took a little bit of a hit uh, were uh, uh, the blue winged teal and uh, the shoveler. And uh, strange as it may seem, both of those both of those uh, species are in the uh, in the exact same family. But uh, they had also been really high last year. So I think the overall the, the, the numbers of those birds are going to be pretty good. The mallard numbers are pretty pretty stable. Uh, the pintail, which goes up or down one or two percent, you know, is always uh, something that we've got to watch. But, uh, you know, their numbers are pretty stable. Uh, I think the redhead numbers fell off a little bit, um, as did the scalp numbers. So, you know, the diving ducks, we've got to take a look at that. But, uh, you know, good things are Good things are happening, uh, you know, out there, and I think we'll be uh, be in really, really good shape in the long run. Um, a piece of news that I did see came across my desk. Uh, you know, I spent a little bit of, bit of time up there near the Outer Banks of North Carolina, Lake Matamesquite. Uh, those folks who live in the uh, Mid-Atlantic uh, certainly know that particular body of water. It's a, it's a huge place. I mean, it's like 50,000 acres or something like that, but it's always been a great waterfowl habitat but they've had some had some issues there with the water quality so um looks like they've got a restoration plan uh, that's going to be put into effect and some good things are going to be happening up there at lake madame mesquite to, to bring that that body of water back uh, to be much much better uh one of the things too i noticed uh, you know federal federal ammunition's got a new upland steel load coming out you know for 2019 and uh, 12 gauge and 20 gauge, um, you know, number six, number seven and a half, and, uh, you know, in both gauges. And, uh, you know, a lot of places have, have got to shoot steel loads. And I will tell you that the steel loads are particularly effective. Don't uh, don't think the steel loads won't harvest the birds, but make sure you understand that uh, that steel is going to pattern just a tiny bit tighter than it might if it were a, a, a lead shot. One thing that I do want to bring up, and this is actually really cool, uh, you know, we've talked over the past few shows about the World English Sporting Clays Championship, which was being held up near Chicago at the Northbrook Sports Club. Uh, we talked about that on the last show, about how it went, and, the, you know, some of the young kids, you know, 15-year-old kids were right there with the very best shooters in the world. And um, <clears throat> one thing we didn't mention 
Guinness Book of World Records was there to certify the longest clay target ever shot with a standard clay target load. Now, what we mean by standard clay target load is going to be no more than one and one-eighth ounce a shot, no bigger than a seven-and-a-half pellet. And so what they did is uh, uh, they, they actually had a wild card qualifier uh, with various numbers of people that wanted to give it a shot. And, you know, if they got in, they got in. And, they, you know, nine people qualified that way to actually have a shot at the world record. And then they had six exempt shooters, the sponsor exempt shooters that were world champions and, you know, people that were well known in the uh, in the, the, the clay target world. Well, <clears throat> one of the nine qualifiers, a lady, I want you to get this now, a lady shooter from Italy named Silvana Mangano. Silvana Mangano actually got on board in the wild card, she had, you know, hit the hit the, hit a long target, and she became one of the nine shooters. And of all things, this lady is now the world record holder for the longest clay target ever shot using standard clay loads, 105 yards. And strangely enough, Silvana, in the world English competition, only broke 50% of the targets. So, as you can see, you don't have to be a world champion to hold a world record. So, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. I thought people might have, you know, want to hear about that. And, you know, turned out to be pretty cool. So, uh, 105 yards is is now the official world record for a clay pigeon being shot with a clay target load. A couple of events coming up uh, in the shooting world. The Northeast Regional Championship uh, for Sporting Clays coming up at the Cardinal Shooting Center in Marengo, Ohio. That's uh, September 4 to 8. And we've got some state shoots coming up uh, in Alabama. Let's see. you got Alabama's coming up, and I think there are a couple of more. Alabama, Hawaii, Maryland, and Rhode Island are all coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, the season's starting to wind down a little bit, but there's still a lot, a lot of shooting going on out there. Now, I've got a great guest today, and before I introduce that guest, I'm going to do this because um, uh, he'll actually like to hear it. You know, first portion of our show is, is brought to you, as always, by the Crushable Vault. You know, the Crushable Vault is a great product. Uh, I actually uh, shot a little video this afternoon, uh, you know, out, out on the back of my pickup truck uh, where you could get a, a good look at what that product looks like firsthand on video. And, uh, you know, I had a couple of F-16 blossers in that case. And, you know, when I slide that thing in my truck and cinch it in and lock it up, Nobody but me is going to be able to get that gun away from there. So, you know, a crushable vault, that's what this product is all about. It is a security system for your firearms. And today, Christopher Merritt, who is one of the owners of the crushable vault, is going to be my guest. And we are going to talk at length about traveling with your firearms, keeping them secure and safe so that nobody gets them. But here's the deal. I want you to do me a favor. Go to the Go to crushablevault.com. Look around in there. You'll find some great, great, great products, and you'll and you'll find something that I promise you you can use to secure your firearms when you're traveling. And believe me, nobody wants 
to walk out and find their guns missing. CrushableVault.com. If you like something you see in there, when you get to the to the uh, closeout page, when you're going to pay, there's a little box up there, promo box. Type my name in it, Marty, and uh, they'll get, give you a 10% discount on your purchase. And I can promise you, you'll find something in there you like, and you'll thank me for helping save your guns because you don't want them walking away. So that being the case, without further ado, I want to bring my guest on, Christopher Merritt, who is one of the owners of the Crushable Vault. Christopher, welcome to the show, buddy. Well, thank you, Marty. appreciate it, and it's great to be back. Well, you know, we, we I had you on here a few months ago, and, and uh, you know, we got off in, you know, 25, 30 different directions that we always tend to do, but... You know, I I really felt like it was it was important that that this time, uh, you know, we we were talking more about the clay shooters and things like that. But you know, we've got hunting seasons coming up, and man, I I've got a lot of duck hunters and a lot of pheasant hunters, uh, you know, that that are listening to this show now because we get closer to the those hunting seasons, and I really want to give them an opportunity to understand exactly what it is that the crushable vault can do for them because, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words, and that's why I kind of told people, go to my Facebook page and, and take a look. You'll see that product there, but, you know, getting an understanding of it really, really makes a lot of sense, but, you know, before we get into that, Christopher, I mean, there are a lot of folks don't know much about Christopher Merritt right now. I mean, you know, they, you know, you you were kind of a guy that did things in this industry that made huge differences, but you weren't a guy that was in the media. You know, you weren't on TV. You know, you know, and a lot of guys don't know people in the industry unless they're on television or radio or writers or something like that. So, give me. Yeah, give me about a minute of, of Christopher Merritt background, and uh, you know, then we'll then we'll jump into some things that you've done in the past. Oh, uh, no problem. So, um, luckily, or I call it blessed, um, I was able to get in the outdoors industry with Orvis, and I was uh, vice president and general merchandise manager there for a while, and able to kind of bring Orvis into. Um, Probably a lot of what you see today, um, truly outdoor sporting products. Um, I shot my first pheasant uh, in Santa Nona down there. Actually, it was Michelmick in uh, southern New York. And um, I was hooked. I was ready. Fly fishing. And, uh, you know, people always ask me, well, I bet you can fly fish. You work for Orvis. And (laughs) (laughs) it's like telling someone, I bet you can hit a baseball just because you're a member of the management of a team. No, those guys are good. And those gals are great. I mean, it was amazing how, how skilled they were in casting and then, you know, and also blasting. It was just, it was just wonderful, um, wonderful people. And uh, so Orvis kind of brought me into the industry. And from there, word spread, there's this guy at Orvis and uh, Franco Breda, you know, we met a few times over some, dinners and lunches and next thing you know I'm uh, general manager and chief operations officer for Breda USA so that was um, a new experience so now not only am I uh, in the shotgun world I'm in the pistol and the rifle being Saco and Tika um, mm-hmm. carbines and military and manufacturing so it was it was really good and also um, you're 
you're judged by your people and I had great people and, um, and it was just a, an experience to work for the family and understand the dynamics there. And then I met a lot of people in the military that really opened my eyes to what the needs were, um, you know, with the, uh, different, uh, products they were using. And that got me transitioned to Oakley defense. So I was the uh, general manager of Oakley defense for a little bit. And so that was working with the teams and, um, putting out products that would help them, uh, do their jobs, which is really hard to do. Um, I think mm-hmm. the best thing we made there was no one would ever know was a blast shield. So the breachers could actually, you know, hit the door and go in and not get um, shot in the face. And it was wonderful. It could take a, um, uh, 308 round right into the, uh, shield and not penetrate it. So it's those kind of things that you little moments in your career that you're really proud of. And, um, now I am the vice president and, um, uh, merchandise manager of all the operations for a company called Dover Salaries. And I'm in the equestrian business. So I'm in the, another outdoor field. And this one is, uh, uh, just like our sporting clay sports where you got high competitors, these ladies, it's mostly ladies in the United States are truly wonderful and gifted and they know how to compete on a horse. I mean, uh, going over five foot fences is not my cup of tea. I played uh, a little bit of polo in college. And uh, I'd rather hit a ball going fast than try and jump over some jump that I can't see the other side. So wow, that's what that's I'm doing <laughs> now. Um, Crushable Vault is a pet project, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But it was a pet project we started, and we're real happy with the results right now. Well, you know, and, it, uh, and it's a great, great product. And, hey, Christopher, we're right up on a break. Uh, we're going to take that right now. And when we come back, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, kind of embellish some of these these little things that you just talked about and kind of talk about the industry as a whole a little bit. Uh, folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. 
It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are. And hey, folks, if you're a social media person, as many of us are, you know, I'm, I'm an old guy and I have to be one, you know, whether I want to be or not nowadays, but, uh, by all means, I'd invite you to check out our website, wingandclayradio.com. If you're a person that goes on Twitter, like President Trump does a lot, twitter.com slash wingclaynation. Uh, on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash wingandclayradio. And finally, on Instagram, instagram.com slash wingandclayradio. Those uh, particular sites... We've got a lot of things going on there and a lot of conversation, a lot of pictures. Would love to have you be a part of it and uh, hope to uh, hope to see you there. Please go and share and like, and we appreciate you doing that. Now, let me get back to my buddy Christopher Merritt. And uh, Christopher, you know, you, you mentioned uh, in, in our opening segment, you talked about all of these different places that, uh, that you'd had the, 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 the pleasure, and I'll say that pleasure because these are all great companies that uh, that I've actually had some involvement with over the time, over time. But uh, you know, Beretta, Orbis, and Oakley. I mean, those are those were just remarkable companies that have done a lot in the wing and clay industry, amongst among other uh, shooting sports as well. But tell me a little bit, where do you see the industry going? You know, we've we've got a lot of challenges out there that we didn't have. 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yes. Um, you know, we've uh, been through a few cycles this last uh, five years, the um, consolidations of um, manufacturers, you know, the, the rise of Vista, the rise of Remington buying all these companies um, and the fall of Remington, <laughs> the change of Vista um, dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone jumping on board, wanting to uh, get in the gun business because boy, it was hot and everybody's happy and wow, we're selling more guns and all that stuff. And then uh, what happens? We have a change, a phase change, and next thing you know, uh, this is no longer just taking a gun and passing it across the counter. We actually have to be retailers. We have to understand customer service, and we have to change who and what we are. And that has been the last three years. And those stores that are up and running now that are um, still surviving are those that have changed the way they do things. Um, they're no longer the help you um, places where you just walk in and go, what gun do you want to look at? Oh, okay, I don't have time for you. They're the ones that say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Um, what are your needs? Let me, let's talk about your capabilities. Let's talk about what you're going to need. Let's go on the range if they have one. Um, so it's customer service, it's new products. These stores are stocking the best of the products that are coming out right now. And there's some great products that are hitting the market. Uh-huh. Smith and Wesson, FN, SIG, 
uh, HK, even Brett has, uh, took the 92, <laughs> the venerable 92. That was always the same size. And they started cutting it down and making a carry gun out of it with the rise, the return of the nine millimeter. Whoever knew? Well, um, I was, yeah, I was away, say, I mean, you know, the ninety-two has been around well a long, long time. You know, and and uh, you know, yeah. ninety-two, ninety-two yeah. actually means something. Yeah, that. Way before so, that, you know, yeah, wow. I mean, you think about right. that. They made millions and millions and millions of those things, and all of a sudden they said, "Well, you know, hey, we can make it a little bit different." And you know, in a shotgun, people do exactly the same thing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, and semi-autos are probably where you see most of that action, you know, over and under, <laughs> over and under, is an over and under ribs change and all that stuff, which you're, you're an expert at. But um, the semi-autos are just truly amazing, either um, whether it's the Benelli style or the Breda style, um, they, you know, gas or inertia, they both work incredibly well. Um, so well, the industry is through this phase change and they've really come around and they're strong. And then what happens? We get into mass shootings. We got the NRA fighting between each other, people leaving, people jumping ship, people staying there on board the ship. I don't know where that ship's going, but for once, <laughs> we'd like to have the industry working at the right, you know, at the 100% level, all the support mechanism, mechanisms that are out there at 100% level and let us, you know, go about our business. I mean, it's Second Amendment right. We all are proud about it. We all support it, but... I mean, you're, you're constantly looking backwards, right? Let's look forward. Um, well, and, we just yeah, get and, you know, and forward is, problems, is definitely right? the way to go. I mean, you know, I, 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 I look at it, you know, as, as, as I see it from a, from an individual, you know, that has, that has, uh, you know, grown, you know, grown up kids now, but grandkids and, you know, that I'm trying to bring along and, you know, and I want them to enjoy uh, the shooting sports and being outdoors. I mean, the youth shooting in this country has just absolutely blossomed in a way that I don't think anybody could have, have ever imagined. And this is this youth shooting is is about clay targets. I mean, the clay target shooting nowadays is light years beyond where it was even five years ago. I mean, there's so many kids, so many teams, so many schools, colleges, all of that stuff. And, you know, we've got to find a way to get a, a, a good mix between, you know, the, the right to bear arms and the recreational side of this. And, and you know, we've got to find a way to, to fight off, you know, people talking about these mass shootings because the mass shootings are not taking place by, pe- you know, by kids like these that are being taught the right way. No, they're not. And you bring up a great point. I think we're on a, a big um, youth wave. Um, we see um, the women in the sport, you know, blossoming. Um, and, you know, you, I'm not old enough to <laughs> actually say I was there, but I know the stories of people having their shotguns in the back of their pickup trucks and cars that before and after school, they would go shooting, right? It'd go, it's dove season, they're going dove hunting. It's quail season, they're, you know, moving up and parking along the side of the road and doing some walk-ups. Um, you know, and I, I hate to say the it, kids now people, are doing, I, I am old level. enough. You know, I, I am old enough to remember that, and I went through exactly that same thing. I mean, you know, I would show up at at school at you know, eight thirty in the morning with with dead ducks in the back of my of my back of my car with my shotgun, and the principal at the school said, "Make sure you bring me some ducks. Don't miss first period." So you know that did <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah. Well, that that's what these kids are doing now. They are, you know. 
going to school, dashing home, grabbing the shotguns, heading out to the course, competing, 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 shooting, shooting, shooting. And it's exciting for them, right? And Mm -hmm. some schools have the programs, and actually a lot of schools now, um, where they are actually supporting these um, SCCA in both not only just shotgun sports, they're doing it in the rifles, they're doing it in the pistols, doing it in all of the disciplines. Uh-huh. Which is just, just wonderful. So I think we're on a new wave there, and these kids will be the future. Well, they're always the future, but they're going to be the future for us. Well, the beauty is they're oh, actually God. being taught the right way. And that's, you know, that is so critical. Um, <clears throat> you know, so much of the problem that, that I see that we have, uh, you know, is, is the home life. I mean, um, you know, so many of these kids, you know, they uh, the parents let video games entertain them. They let malls entertain them. They, they do anything but but spend time with them themselves. And, you know, the good thing about these kids in these shooting programs, the parents tend to be involved, and then they've got volunteer coaches that are involved. And uh, and as a result, these kids really do get uh, uh, the, the right direction in their lives. Yeah, yeah, they do. And it's, uh, it's great to see. And then I like the way the industry comes around and supports them with the um, SCCA, um, SCTV, sorry, um, championships. And, um, you know, whether it's uh, just money for the, the week that the event's on or it's support with shells at the, in, at the state level, um, you know, it's expensive. It's not a cheap sport. And um, they do need money. And when we were at Beretta, that was one of the first, I think it was during the launch of SCGT, and we love supporting them. It was just a great thing. Well, it, is, it has been a, a remarkable program that is, is doing nothing but growing. Uh, you know, I recently uh, I had, uh, you know, a gentleman from up in Minnesota that's got the, the uh, USA High School Clay Target League, and now they're expanding that into, into colleges, and they're expanding from trap shooting to skeet shooting to then sporting clays. And, you know, the numbers of kids are just mind-boggling when, you know, when, when, when you look at some of these competitions and all of a sudden you see a, uh, the Minnesota State High School trap shoot has over 8,000 kids participating in it over a course of nine days. That, that is just so eye-opening to me because we never would have had that in the, in, you know, in the past. That's incredible. I, I remember being in, um, Oh, Sparta, Illinois, we had the booth there and, you know, the kids would come in and they'd Google and Google over the guns and stuff. This one kid is looking at the technus border and he's like, Oh, it's so good. And we, we had try guns then. So we would, I went, okay, when's your next time up? I'm going up in 20 minutes. Okay, great. Here, take it out there. Shoot it. So literally he had to have the gun in the down position. It was so big. For him to lift it up, it was actually almost as tall as he was, and he started shooting clays. He was so happy, and I was happy that he was doing well. So it's one of those things that you just love to support them. You love to see those smiles on their faces, too. Well, and I'm going to tell you something. It's better than any video game because, you know, that's something (laughs) that you, that kid really did. I know when my grandson broke his first clay target, he had a smile that was just unbelievable, and you know, it it was something that, you know, all of a sudden the gun didn't kick, the target broke, you know, life is good, you know, the heck with the video game, I want to do this, and that is, a, that's a big, big part of this whole process, and hey, Chris, we're back up on, 
another break. Boy, it, I mean, time flies when, when you're having fun here. But folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Christopher and I are going to talk a lot about how, how to travel with your firearms, keep everything safe and secure. We'll be talking the crushable vault when we come back right after these messages. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune into All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Mondays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are I'm with Christopher Merritt from the Crushable Vault, you know, one of our great sponsor partners here on the show and a product that I use literally every time. My truck leaves the house with my shotguns, and we're going to talk about that here in just a minute, but before we do that, I want to make sure that I'll let you know this portion of the show is going to be brought to you, brought to you by my really good friends at Negrini Cases. You know, Negrini Cases is a company that's been around for 35 years. It's an Italian company, and they make literally every gun case that you you buy a Beretta, you buy a Blosser, you buy a Browning, a Cesar Guarini, a Parazzi, I mean, a, a Siren, I mean, you name it, the cases that those guns come in when you buy them are made by Negrini. But what Negrini does that you might not know is they also have a luxury airline approved gun case, and I'm telling you, those things are beautiful. You know, Accented in rich Italian leather, the upholstery on the inside is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, if you're like me and you've got really fine guns, I like sitting my guns down in a real fine case, too, because, uh, you know, they're great protection and uh, TSA approved. 
But boy, you sure do look good. So do me a favor. Go over to negrinicases.com. Take a look around. I'm sure you'll find something that will fit your favorite gun, uh, rifle, handgun, or shotgun absolutely perfectly. Find something in there you like. Got the little promo code, type Marty in that little box. And uh, and if it's a $200 purchase, they will send you a waterproof shot shell case that will hold 100 rounds of ammunition, and they'll throw the shipping in. Negrinicases.com. All right, back to my buddy Christopher Merritt. And, Christopher, we have, we have talked a lot. You know, we talked a little bit about the industry. And, uh, boy, I hope, the, uh, I hope the NRA thing gets straightened out because, you know, they really do have – have our interests at heart you know i mean there's no question about that but there's some you know there's some quirky things going on there and um you know it's it, it you know it's all it's almost like a family food fight you know and hopefully <laughs> hopefully in the, in <laughs> yeah, the long run yeah. somebody somebody's going to win but you know i was just uh just talking about negrini cases and and uh you know what my negrini cases with my blossers absolutely fit perfectly right in that crushable vault and uh let's talk about that a little bit you know that's a product that uh, that you and uh, and your partner brian booth uh, you know came up with and uh Wow, I mean, what a what a great idea! Because make no mistake, everybody that hunts and shoots is scared to death that somebody somehow is going to reach in and remove their guns from their car or truck or even out of the hotel room. So let's talk about that a little bit, Christopher. First of all, how how'd you guys come up with the concept? Oh, um, well, it wasn't me. It was uh, my partner, Brian Booth, and uh, his uh, friend, uh, Dr. Mark Lund. And they were trying, they were sitting in a bar in Philadelphia, two guys sitting in a bar. What did they do? They solved the world's problems. The world's problem for them was, we just got done shooting sporting clays. Our guns are over in a garage across the street, out of our sight, and we have no idea what's going to happen to them. And so they started thinking. And what happens when you start thinking and drinking? Well, <laughs> you start coming up with all the answers right well they came up with quite a few answers and um so they you know brian and i knew each other and he just kind of gave me a call in the blue and said okay what do you think about this and which was interesting is if you can wake up in the morning and still remember what you you created and how you solved the world's problems you probably are good to go and talk about it some more so Mm -hmm. they did that and um they gave me a call we got a guy who creates uh, um, specialized uh, jump equipment for um, the teams out in California um, to get involved on the first one. Um, he gave us some ideas, and then we started pulling back a little bit. I brought in some friends of mine from my Orvis days, and then we went to a manufacturer that we used during our Orvis days and said, okay, this is what we got. This is what we want. Can you get us there? And um, he did. We spent two days in, in the shop, just back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, it's a sketch on a piece of paper that wins the day. And we said, that's it. That's what we want. So I well, went back to next yeah. month and mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, you know, it, it, it sounds to me like there were there was a good bit of R&D that went in. You know, I mean, you you know, you just didn't say, OK, let's go build it. I mean, you really and truly researched <laughs> no. this thing to try to find a way to come up with the best product. Oh, yeah. No, it was. So uh, as um, Marty was saying, you know, you love your guns. You have, you know, legacy guns and heritage guns. Right. And um, I value my really nice Berettas. 
almost as much as I value my grandmother's 410 Winchester, mm-hmm. right? So I want to protect both, right? I don't want any of them being taken. I don't want them, you know, when I leave the house, I want to make sure my um, shotguns are secure. And the Crestful Vault, which we finally, you know, came up with, designed the original, number one, solved that problem. And so we launched it on the market, um, and it was the Abrams tank of, of, <laughs> of vaults, Crestful Vaults. Literally, I, we had... Um, three different locking systems, one, actually two different um, systems that secured to your uh, vehicle. Um, we had an inner security cover. I mean, it was built like an Abrams tank. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we did it in uh, a umbrella fabric, which was nice with leather trim. And then we did ballistic nylon. But when you build things like that in your first the market and it gets a little expensive, right? So that was there. We, we went to NRA shows and we went to different um, shooting events and, you know, we realized that it was a little high and not everybody could afford it. So we said, okay, so what's, what else can we do? And with my background in the field sports, I said, well, there is something that we can use and that's um, duck canvas and wax duct canvas is something we can switch to uh-huh. that will help uh-huh. lower the price. And then we can also reduce the interior structure from four locks to two locks. So right. we did that and that brought the price down from 548 retail to 398. Uh-huh. So we have a um, uh, shotgun case and they all take Negrini. Negrini's our partner. We only, I, I only have Negrini cases now and that's what we use for all our specs. Um, and we have, you know, number eight, 18 ounce wax duck canvas in black walnut pecan. And it's um, wonderful. It's, you can, I can get in, get my shotguns out of the back of my truck in less than a minute and a half. And I can put them back in at the end of the day in about two minutes. Uh-huh. So secure, not moving, quick. I know where my guns are. I, I have no problem now taking two um, shotguns with me as opposed to one. Because the one I leave in the truck, I know is secure. I travel this whole country um, and uh, get uh, lucky enough to shoot many different places. And I always have them in the back. And they're, I never worry about them. I pull into a Hampton Inn or um, a lodge and they stay in the truck. I don't have to pull them out and bring them out. So I know that if somebody tries to get in, they're not going to take my guns. Well, that's a, it, that's it, a pretty it, good testimony it, really right there, my friend. Because that you, way. you know, you pull into a into a hotel, and um, you know, go you go in the room, and the guns stay in the truck. That that, that gets my attention because I know a lot of people <laughs> are very fearful of doing exactly that. And uh, uh, it's, you know, it, it's and, a terrible you know, you're, you're talking about yeah. you know, you travel you travel around the country, and you know that that brings me to to something. You know, you know. You know, all through the summer, you know, I would talk about the, all the clay events and all of the thousands of people that were showing up at these clay events. And, and invariably, you know, every every year, uh, you know, the Internet, you know, some of the sites that I go on, you, you, you hear about, you know, people having guns stolen out of their trucks and out of their hotel rooms and things like that. But, you know, we're coming up on the hunting season now, Christopher, and, and I— I think that you know a lot of hunters are they're a little bit different from the from the clay guys. You know, one they're not assembling around hundreds and hundreds of other people. A lot of times, you know, they're out there by themselves. They're they're not staying in the five star hotels. They're you know they're staying out in the country somewhere. And sometimes, 
you know, the surroundings are a little bit uncomfortable. And, you know, the crushable vault absolutely will work for those guys as well. No, yes, it will. It, um, you know, when you're out in the field and you're meeting your buddies and they bring their dogs and you all park and there's two or three vehicles there, and what do you do? You walk away, right? You take off. You got to either go over a berm. You got to get through the fences. You're walking the side of the hill, working it up, come back on the backside. Well, everyone knows what you're doing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> everyone knows you're out hunting, right? And based uh-huh. on the time of day, they know exactly how long you're going to be away. <laughs> so, so uh, they break the glass. They, you know, they look in, they break the glass, and they take whatever they want, right? Well, they're not going to take your, um, your guns. They're not going to take your shotguns because they're going to be secure with the crushable vault. And yes, you got to call safe light and get your window replaced, but they're not going to get your guns. They're going to be safe. Well, and it's and important that when you're away, you're able to take yeah, care of what you have, what you love. Right. You know, and here's the thing. I mean, <clears throat> like you said, now all of us, now you take more than one gun. Well, you know, a lot of times when I'm going off hunting, if I'm going, whether I'm hunting ducks or geese or pheasants or you know, quail or whatever it is, a lot of times I take more than one gun. And you're absolutely right. I mean, whether you're parking at a boat landing or whether you're parking out in the middle of a, you know, a, a CRP area out in the, you know, in the middle of nowhere where, you know, there's not a house within five miles. You know, and, and you, you're right, you get out of your truck, and you're gone for hours. And the whole time you're gone, you're sitting there wondering, I sure hope nobody comes up and knocks my windows out in my truck. I mean, I can't tell you in previous years how many times that thought crossed my mind. It's, um, it, it used to be in my mind a lot, and now it's gone. <laughs> so it really is nice to have it. Um, I mean, I'm at... One of our first vaults that we sold, I had to call the gentleman and say, okay, why'd you buy it? And he said, well, I go, I leave in August, and they head up, head up north for the duck deals coming down. A friend of mine, Sean Mann, used to do the same thing, so he'd tell me about it. And he'd follow the migration down. He said, I used to take the cheapest guns I had and just hope for the best and park the car next to the window at the Hampton Inn and hope that, you know, as I'm doing this, and it was a month plus tour, right. That this guy would do. And he, I think he was out of um, South Carolina. Um, and he goes, now I can take the guns. I love to shoot. Now I can take the guns that I grew up with. I can take my, you know, what, whatever brand he, he mentioned, he goes, I can take them with me now because I know they're going to be secure with this, which made me, you know, feel great. Like that's what it was for. That's why we created the crushable vault so that you can, Take your shotguns with you like you please, right? No, like, oh, I'm going to this area. I don't know what's going to happen. No, take back up the crushable vault and take it with you. Well, that, that makes all the sense in the world. I can tell you that. Well, Christopher, we are now, as time flies by, we're up on our last break in the show. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the crushable vault. And we also want to talk about, you know, you've got a new product out that you can take smaller things, a handgun case for ammo, things like that. We'll talk about that a little bit. Folks, stay tuned. Christopher Merritt and I will be right back after these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And we are back. And, hey, by the way, if I know everybody can't listen to every one of these shows live. I really appreciate those of you who do. Uh, you know, every show we've got is available online, on demand. You can go to wingandclayradio.com and, uh, and, and search there, and you'll find all of the shows. But you can also go to iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, and search Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation, and you'll get every show that we've ever done there as well. Now, before I get back to Christopher, real quick, uh, this last segment of our show is brought to you today by my good friends at ESP. That's Electronic Shooters Protection. Uh, my good buddy Jack Homa owns this company, and I'm going to tell you something. It's custom hearing protection like none other. I've used it for more than two decades and my hearing has not changed one bit in that period of time. And I can promise you, leading up to that point, I had some hearing loss, but no more. Everything 90 decibels or over is muted, and you can still use your regular voice to have conversation if you want to. You can turn it up. You can turn it down. You can even, even hear things that you'd probably never hear with your natural ears if you turn it up high enough. So uh, ESP, that's Electronic Shooters Protection. Check them out at ESPAmerica.com. Okay, I am back with Christopher Merritt of the Crushable Vault. And Christopher, you know, we were talking a little bit about the products and your development and and, and how how you guys came up with that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm personally making an appeal to all of my hunting buddies 
guys, take a look at the crushable vault. I have been in a position that's pretty scary, you know, with guns in the vehicle that I was worried to death that they were going to be gone. And, and this product will certainly take that away. Now, Christopher, not only do you have, you know, for the, for the long guns, you know, for your, for your brake guns and things like that, you've got a new pistol case. I mean, you can put ammo in it, uh, you know, all sorts of things. Talk a little bit about that. Yes, the PA case, um, which stands for pistol and ammo. Well, and I also told Brian, he's from Pennsylvania, so I said it stands for PA Pennsylvania. But pistol and ammo case. And, you know, he has a friend um, who is a um, New Jersey State Trooper who's also an NRA instructor. And he he came back and said, look, you guys need to do something for the pistols because these rules, these laws on these uh, drive-through states where you don't stop, you just keep going, like New Jersey – are crazy and we don't want our good citizens, you know, getting in trouble because they had one bullet, you know, somewhere near the gun or whatever. So I said, okay, let's talk about a pistol ammo case. And our good friends at Negrini sent me a bunch of different varieties of um, um, cases uh, to work with. And we came up with a vault that works for pistols and ammo. And what it is, is you take your um, uh, pistol case you get, and most pistols are sold with um, cases now and they all fit in here and you're able to secure them um, in the vault and you can get uh, up to three um, Negrini cases in this case. You can do a um, two flats of ammo for shotguns if you want to secure those. And it just kind of takes that worry out, which I think is, you know, even better because pistols um, are are something that you need quickly when you have trouble, but when you kind of are done and you want to kind of, pack a couple different ones it's nice to put them in there and lock them up and tie them down and uh, sure. the PA case just does that so it's just it's just a, a new a new deal we came up with also comes in the 18 ounce uh, number eight duck canvas so. mm-hmm. well <clears throat> one thing we didn't didn't mention a lot you know you, you also have these cases available in ballistic nylon which you know is a really nice lightweight product but certainly does the job Oh, yes. Yeah. And you can save about um, $100 off the case if you go with the ballistic nylon. I travel on planes with the ballistic nylon. And, you know, if anything is going to get ruined, it's going to get ruined <laughs> at an airport in, on an airplane. Um, and they come off um, the belt, or depending on which airport you're in, or they um, go to the, uh, um, the, the uh, counter and you get them. And, yeah, there's a little dirt on them, which they all get that. Um, but they're no worse for the wear, and they really last a long time. So we use um, um, 1680 um, denier on the um, original vault and 1050 uh, denier um, ballistic nylon on the uh, field vault. Well, so, you know, I, well, one of the things that, that you and I talked about, you know, when we first met, and, uh, you know, we were just kind of kicking some ideas around, and, uh, you know, you you were, you were telling me about the, about the crushable vault product, and, you know, and I'm looking at that and, and I'm saying, okay, well, you know, if I'm some little petty thief and I'm thinking about, okay, how do I get this? And you reach up and you grab it and it's not going to go anywhere. And it's like, okay, I can't get it. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out a knife, which most of them have, and we're going to we're going to cut the case open and all of that stuff. And they think that they've got it. And, uh, you know, kind of go over that a little bit because, you know, they're, they're going to be in for a rude awakening when they do that. And, you know, unfortunately, you may have to replace your outer, outer case, but your guns are still going to be safe. Exactly. So 
the first line of defense is just um, the case itself. And most thieves will, you know, have a, um, a box knife or let's say they have a, a decent knife. I wouldn't think so, but they have something that they can just get in there and not really being uh, too, <laughs> too good to just take the box knife and start cutting the thing open. And that's the worst part because the surprise inside, once they take all that time, is that now they have to get through a 10 millimeter wire mesh cable. And you cannot cut wire mesh cable with the knife. You can't cut it with um, uh, the, um, the lock things that you see people break off at the school locks. You need a mini Jaws of Life to get through that stuff. Um, you have to smash it. You have to smash every strand. And um, you don't have that much time. And you're worried. it's easier for you to go to the next place than to try and get through that. So there's just no way they're going to be able to go in there and use whatever tool they happen to have in their pocket are in their car and get through it. So it, it truly is like, oh, okay, you, you cut up the top of the bag. Oh, well, now you have to get through this. Oh, well, not going to get through that. So, so um, Yeti um, uses the same wire mesh cable for their products, but that's an, that's an 8 millimeter, which is lighter. We use a 10 millimeter because we think your guns are more valuable than ice. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I'd like to think so. You know, and the beauty, <laughs> and the real beauty, <clears throat> the real beauty from my perspective is it doesn't look like a gun case. I mean, it has no visible look of a gun case whatsoever. It looks like a a piece of luggage you threw in the back of your truck. Yeah, yeah. That um, wax canvas and the original and the ballistic, all, you know, no one knows what they are. Um, Brian was telling me early on when he was uh, being the um, lacrosse dad, ferrying kids back and forth in his uh, SUV, is that, you know, mothers would come up talking, oh, how's it going and stuff. He'd have, you know, two shotguns right in the back, right inside there, and they just, oh, it's just a piece of luggage. No big deal, you know? Yeah, Whereas, yeah you know, like normally a soccer, you have them yeah. out, you have them open. <laughs> soccer moms would ask you yeah. freak. Hey, hey, Christopher, we are pretty much <laughs> out of time, my friend. We were, So do me a favor. You know, I say it a lot on the show, but uh, let folks know how do you get how to get in touch with you guys and take a good look. I'm going to let you give the website before we get out of here. All right. So um, CrushfulVault.com. Um, you can go through Negrini as well. And um, we have an 800 number on the website you can call. And believe it or not, I answer the phone. Brian answers the phone and a couple others. So happy well, to talk that, to you. That means a lot when the people that actually own the company answer the phone. You don't get that very much. And folks, <clears throat> I, I can't thank I can't thank Christopher enough. Great information, buddy. This is this has been a great show with a lot of wonderful information. And you hunters out there, you go to crushablevault.com. Trust me, you will thank me down the road. Christopher, it's been a pleasure, buddy. But we've got to go, folks. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll see you next time. Be safe, shoot well, and take a kid, take a lady. They'll love it. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting. We'll be right back.